Today on Remy's Roundtable, Remy and Chris are ringing in a brand new episode for 2021. So stick around, don't go anywhere, you are now listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Enjoy. That's right, guys. You are listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Uh, guys, we have a great program for you guys today. Uh, we got your theme park news. We got your, your segments at the beginning. I got some trivia questions for our co-host here. Uh, I hope you saw this Disney animated film. So, and, uh, and since he is heading out to Magic Kingdom today, I got little questions uh, for him. See how well he knows this attraction that I used to work at. Uh, that, with that being said, guys, good morning. My name is Remy, and always with me is my boy, Chris. How's it going, Remy? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing good, bro. So, man, I had to tell you, man, I went to three pla- three different pra- places last night here in the uh, on uh, Mills Avenue, or well, it's not the Milk District. This is the, uh, this is the Mills District area. The Mills Red District. That's right. <laughs> so, I went to, uh, so last night, I went over to uh, Hideaway, uh, met met my uh, my brother Ben for a little bit, and uh, my dad went with us, and uh, we had a good time, man. We had uh, I didn't realize what they had there until I saw on their menu. Man, they have fried ravioli. Fried ravioli is always good. I know. I'm like, did you, did you find it weird to see fried ravioli? No, I was like, I'm like, since when did Hideaway put? Deep fried ravioli on their menu. Who knows? I, I mean, I'm like, well, I'm like, what should I have for dinner tonight? Should I have, should I go something less carby, or should I go something with, or should I go back to Italian side and get some deep fried ravioli? So I'm like, you know what, deep fried ravioli. That's exactly what I'm having tonight for for my snack. <laughs> That's funny that you mentioned Italian, cause uh, Jen's cousin's in town, so we went to Terralina's over in. Uh, downtown Disney. Nice. It's a great Italian restaurant for those of you that never been there, or if you've been there, you know what the concept of the Italian cuisine they have there. It is awesome. My wife had the pork gnocchi. That's good. It's really, really good. I had, of course, I, I'm a cla- I'm a classic person. I had spaghetti bolognese with meatballs. Oh, the bolognese sauce there is amazing. Yeah, it's like a nice pink sauce, kind of like vodka sauce. It's super super good. Well, bro, I cannot wait till uh, <laughs> next next month because you and I you and I are be taking a road trip together to go to my friend to go to my friend's steakhouse and we'll record we're gonna record live from there, man. Yes, so definitely. We're gonna have some good food, man. And he's a he's a top high quality chef there, so he knows his shit about meat and different uh, dishes that different dishes that tag along. I'll blend in because I'll have a yeah. lot of things to talk to him about. It's gonna so. be great, man. Uh, yeah. So, dude, last night uh, we were talking about this off air. I had two white Russians, I had a Modelo, then somehow somebody bought me another Modelo, and then I had a Red Stripe. So I had five beers, I had, yeah, two Modelos and a Red Stripe, so I had three beers and two white Russians last night. My dad was sitting next to me and goes, why are you drinking a white Russian? I'm like, man, I was actually watching The Big Lebowski, so I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna have me a white Russian. <laughs> that movie has inspired a lot of people to drink white Russians. Russians, yep. But see, in that movie, 
he didn't really have a white Russian. He just straight up he just drank straight up milk in the entire film. Is that right? Yeah. So my buddy, he actually showed me a, a deleted scene on how they were making their uh, the white Russian in the movie. All it was is it was just heavy cream and milk. That's it on their in their in the movie. Damn, I so, never, never knew that. So my dad and I we were talking about how can we interpret, you know, another style of uh, a white Russian. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what? Here's how I'll do it. I'll put, I'll use Bailey's Kahlua. And to top it all off, use vodka and eggnog. Eggnog would make it creamier and, th- and have a little thickness to it. Yeah. So I mean, I, mean, I don't know. How, I don't. I'm know. not the biggest eggnog person. I'm not gonna lie, because eggnog is okay. Not right. For those of you that are listening, if you like eggnog, that's great. Congratulations, eggnog. you love eggnog. <laughs> I, I'm on the other hand because I'm Puerto Rican. I like coquito. Which coquito, is a, yes. Coquito is our version of, of eggnog. eggnog. Spiced. Eggnog. Spice eggnog, yes. But it with a lot of different twists from the island, which we got coconut milk, we got condensed milk, milk cinnamon, um I wanna say ah, I forgot the main but the main ingredient of course you can use brown rum or dark rum, but the right. recipe calls for white rum. So what is actually so what is exactly is a white rum? Clear rum. That's what they call white rum, clear rum. It's just clear rum? It's a clear rum. So you can use like so you use the Bacardi uh, rum if you wanted to. Bacardi has always been the biggest um, rum that they use for coquito, but you can use other rums like Donku. You can use. Um, oh, that's good too. You can ask. You can get the the. Oh God, I just had it at the tip of my tongue. Um, Captain Morgan. They don't just make spice dark rum and make white rum too. So. Their rum with coquito, I've tried it before, it's okay, but again, it'll kind of mix the recipe a little bit, because the white rum is the best rum to go with. Alright, let me ask you this, what's uh, what's the one drink that you will never drink again? Like, what, what liquor will you never drink again? Bacardi 151. Bad memories? I've learned my lesson from <laughs> There that. you go. I learned my lesson from having two consecutive shots back to back for 151. My insights were burning the fuck out. God, like I, I like I, if I was a dueling dragon, and I'm spitting fire, <laughs> I would spit a ball of fire that I would burn somebody's like eyelids and eyebrows if they were like next to me when I burped next to them because that's how bad it is. It's bad. So during the uh, the peak era, which is uh, where these uh, gangsters will have. You know, undercover speakeasies and making moonshine, their own alcohol. Mm-hmm. So apparently, if you run out, if you ran out of gas, moonshine is the best answer to use for another type of, of gasoline. Oh yeah, that's. I'm like, excuse me, how does that work? I'm like, well, if you look at the ingredients for moonshine, it's actually the same ingredients for somewhat the same ingredients for gasoline, and in, in, in a way, because I mean, yeah. I mean you'll get I mean, so much. Moonshine is drinkable. It's good too. Yeah, gas, gas is not. <laughs> I know it's not, but gas will kill you. <laughs> yes, it will, sir. I'm, I know. I know. I'm the I'm same. Just I'm the same too, like, man. But because I'm watching this old movie, and I'm like, so what do they use if they run out? They run out of gas on the side of the road. Oh, well, this guy just pulls out a big ass jug of moonshine and just starts pouring it in his tank. I'm like, it's, really? Oh, well, huh. it's good. But when when that starts to run through the fuel injector, the car, and all this other shit, I mean. 
it's not yeah. gonna be good afterwards, yeah. but I mean, I mean, you'll get. I mean, that that stuff right there will get you totally fucked up. <laughs> I mean, just oh for yeah. sure. There goes your car. There's some parts in Virginia that my wife was telling me that she knows some friends of hers, and I will not mention them. By it's all good because of the disclosure that what they do. All I will say is that they have one in particular has ten acres, mm. and those ten acres they make their own moonshine at home. Now sometimes, oh, some states, if my if my research and laws correct, some I think in Virginia and Pennsylvania is one of them that. Moonshine homemaking is illegal. It's illegal, yep. Super illegal. Oh, yeah. So, but they get away with it. And I try. How? I mean. I, they, they know their ways. They know how to get away with that. Don't ask me. That's, you ever, don't ever ask how. <laughs> don't ever ask that question. How? Because like, if you don't want to know the answer to that, you never ask how. They just get away with it. All right, bro. Let me ask you this. Who uh, Has Jen ever made you flaunt uh, at your residence before? No. But my mom always makes it for Christmas, so... Is that, is that traditional? It's a Hispanic tradition, yes. Besides that, I mean, we also have arroz con leche, which is rice with milk, which is like... Oh. It's condensed milk, regular milk, cinnamon stick, cinnamon powder, and uh, just a light touch of white sugar. You Because it's already sweet with cinnamon. You don't want to overpower it. With Bro, cinnamon. that sounds good right about now. Sounds like a pudding. It's, it is, it's like rice pudding. That's what it is. It's rice pudding, but in our way, so we say arroz because it's fancier. Arroz con leche, rice with milk. But it's a rice pudding. <laughs> so I, so my first curse word I learned in Spanish was a puta, but I said the wrong way and I called somebody a platano. They're like, you just call me banana? I'm like, no, I called you a plantain and stem, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Are you ready to jump into some theme park history? Let's do it. In 1992, Voyage of the Little Mermaid opens to the public at Disney's MGM Studios. What's now Hollywood Studios? Chase, now I got something else for you. I got something else for you. Ready for this? Sure. In 2008, Disney's MGM Studios officially changed its name to Disney's Hollywood Studios. Daylight today? Pretty much. Oh, there's my, there's my friend Jess. Hey, shoot, shoot, me, shoot me a text. Um, so anyway, dude, uh, that's that's it for a theme park history. Now, why would Dis now what would Disney Yeah, that's my friend out there. Uh why would Disney change its name from MGM Studios to Disney's Hollywood Studios? Because here's why. There's a certain trolley. That uh, that's in Disney's Disneyland Anaheim, California. It's called Disney Studios Red Trolley. So Disney over here, uh, the vice president, president of the company, talked to the people over at Dis Disneyland and said, "Hey, can we go ahead and change the name to Disney's Hollywood Studios since you guys already have the Hollywood Studios in Anaheim and also in Bur Burbank, California?" They said, "You know what? We'll make up a contract, sign it, and you guys are good to go." So that's that's how it all that's how how it all worked out. So with that being said, man, I mean, do you do you still call do you still call it MGM Studios every once in a while, or do you, or, or do you just randomly say, hey guys, we're gonna go to Hollywood Studios today? No, no, it, randomly every so often I'll say MGM and I tell myself, well, it's not MGM anymore. Yes, it is. It's still MGM. Damn it. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. To you, to myself, like the older generation, I get that, but I mean, given the fact that they're not MGM Studios, 
Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood. So I figure by by default, yeah, Hollywood. But sometimes MGM has come out of my mouth. Sometimes. Okay, do you do you call Jersey Springs downtown Disney? Yes. I, Thank I, you. That that. There we go. That has come out of my mouth in numerous occasions. I say downtown Disney. A lot of people cry. No, it's Disney Springs. And like, now, now before Disney Springs ever existed, it's called downtown Disney. It's downtown Disney. Yep. If you look, if you go to, uh, I know you and your family are going to go out to Disney today. Uh, but if you guys do stop by Disney Springs, if you guys walk over towards Earl Sandwich, there's a brick that says downtown Disney, and it's right, it's right there. Okay. You, you can't even miss it. So when I walked over, I'm like, wow, that's where they first started breaking ground for downtown Disney. Okay. They broke ground right there on that spot. Nice. And it turned into Pleasure Island. So <laughs> there you go, man. <laughs> P.I. P.I. For those of you that don't know what P.I. is, do your research. Because we're not that old per se. But right. We've been around to know exactly what downtown Disney was before what P.I. was. P.I. stands for Picture Illustration. There you go. <laughs> but in the real world, it's called Pleasure Island. Yep. So that's, that's where, like, we had, we had our own BET club. We had a comedy warehouse, a jazz club, 70s show. We had a 70s nightclub. We had Ron John's surf shop. We had a Ron John's uh, beach club. Mannequins, which is the, uh, the, rotating, the rotating dance floor. What more can I say, man? I mean, that was like That's all the top clubs. Pretty much Pleasure Island, for those of you that are listening, it was the adult side to Disney. That's, That's very where, true. That is where the kids cannot come in. Only parents or 18 and over can go. That's right. Have fun. But now that fun doesn't exist anymore because they got to make it family oriented. That's right. And because it's on Disney property, they say, oh, well, because Disney represents family orientation and being fun and all, so let's just take down the just, adult. Just a little bit. Just, just notch it down a little bit from the adult side and just, just convert it and make it all family oriented and rename everything to Disney Springs. There you go. So anyway, we'll, just, we'll just leave it at that. Anyway, man, are you ready to have, are you ready to play the celebrity birthday game? You know I'm bad at this game. I know you are. This is why, this, this why I got you, man. So. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. And it's all and it's all about numbers. So you give me a number, and I'll tell you the right number. That's all it is, man. That's fine. All right, happy birthday to Kenny Loggins. His birthday today? Yeah. Kenny Loggins. Kenny oh, Loggins, man. Oh wow, Kenny Loggins. Uh, somewhere in the how, how old is Top Gun today? <laughs> somewhere in the seventies. It's gotta be like either 71, 72. On the money, seventy-two years oh, old. No. For real? He's 72 years oh, old today. Oh shit, I got one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nice. All right, how about this guy? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it I'm gonna make it sound just like him. Chris, I'll tell you one thing, man. I'm going to go steal the Declaration of Independence. Happy birthday to Nicolas Cage. How old is Nicolas Cage today, man? Nick Cage is, he's got to be in his late 50s. Or I want to take his face off. <laughs> That's such a bad joke. It's a good movie too, I man. I want to say fifty. Here we go, guys. He's gonna get it again on the money. Let's go. Let's go. Either fifty-eight or fifty-seven. Fifty-seven on the money. Look at that. Nice. nice. Two for two. It's two for two. Yeah. Happy birthday to Jeremy Renner. Oh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye, yes. Hawkeye has gotta be in his forties. So I know that for a fact. Okay. 
44. He is 50 years old today. Really? 50. Yes, sir. Oh, well, he's a big 5-0. I, I thought he was in his 40s, honestly. No, he's 50. Oh, wow. Happy birthday, happy birthday to Lamar Jackson. He plays for the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Yes, yes. The Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson. Mid-20s? 30s? 24 years old today. He nice. is 24. Uh, happy birthday to Dustin Diamond. Oh, Screech! <laughs> Who doesn't love Screech? I love Screech. He was like the most underrated character in that show. And yeah, he still ends up in jail somehow, some way. Oh, or make porn, which I've heard the rumors. He made porn? Yeah, he did. You never heard the rumors that he made. Yeah, he made porn. And I bet, and I bet he made a screech noise too. Oh, I'm, sure, I'm sure he did. Right, right when he was about to climax, you know, he made that screech noise. Screech! <laughs> okay, that sounded like Michael Jackson there for well, a second. Yeah. <laughs> okay, how how old is uh, how old is Dustin Diamond? Or everybody knows him as Screech. How old is Screech today? He's in his sixties. Gotta be. Uh uh. 50s? Nope. 40s. He is 44 years old today. Mid-40s. Look at that. Happy birthday to, from the Today Show, which I actually met her personally, Katie Kirk. Where'd you meet her at? I met her in New York. I went to, I went to New York City uh, oh. on a family vacation. Okay. My uncle lived in, uh, he lived uh, in, like, on a couple blocks away from, Man uh, actually in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. He lived a few blocks away from the Chrysler Building. Oh, okay. So he had a great view of it, too. Every morning I woke up, I'm like, ah, Chrysler Building. <laughs> <laughs> Just like you wake up and you see, ah, oh, look, it's the Empire State Building. Oh, on the other side, oh, no, there. Or you hear, Or you hear this, ah, I love the sound of gunshots in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> or like in, in Coming to America, good morning, good morning, good morning. Fuck you. Yes, the <laughs> same to you. <laughs> Man, I cannot wait till the, uh, the second part comes out on Amazon very soon. Yes, it is this year. Yes, I'm looking forward to it because I love the first one. Uh, I hope it brings that back. Good morning, my neighbor. Uh, Fuck you. Yes, the same for you. <laughs> so how old? How old is Katie Couric? Katie Couric. Katie Couric. Katie Couric. I want to say in the fifties. She is 64 years old today. Okay, I'm a little bit off on that. And one. finally, from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the Blue Ranger, David Yost. How old is David Yost today? Oh my god, like, I know there was people in those costumes, I just never pay attention as to who was who. Okay, who's a White Ranger? I got me, I don't. Jason David Frank. JDF. Wow. wow, okay, you know what? I'm surprised that you know this because I never pay attention to Power Rangers. Okay, did you know? Did you know the uh, the Black Ranger uh, lost a finger? Like on the show, or like outside of the show? Personally, outside of the show. How did he lose a finger? So if you look in the if you look in the intro, you can see he's missing a finger in the uh, in the intro of the uh, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers old school '90s intro. My, my you may have to watch it, bro. I'll show it to you in a little I bit. I never, I never, I've seen one or two episodes of the Power Rangers and I never got into them. For you to know something of that magnitude, there you go. It just tells me a lot. All right, so David, Yo David Yost, he is the blue, the blue Power Ranger, and he is 52 years old today. 52. Damn. Okay. Yep. And actually, and I, in February, uh, I'm gonna be meeting uh, Jason David Frank at Coliseum Comics. 
again? The White Ranger? Uh, Green yeah. Ranger? Yeah, uh huh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, guys, when we, when we come back, I want to tell Chris about a certain attraction I used to work for, and I'm gonna give him some, I'm going to give him some trivia. You're listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Welcome back, everybody, to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. This is our very first episode ringing in 2021. So now we, we can say that this year is going to be perfect. It's not going to be... Well, there were kind of, there were other there were kind of fuck-ups earlier uh, this... The beginning of 2021, but you know what? We can start, we can start all over because... When I when I uh, watched the ball drop, I forgot to say one thing and one thing only. What's that? Forgot to say Jumanji. I said it. I know you did. I, I forgot I to say it, it man. Oh, I said it the minute that I saw that that clock. Jumanji. Zero, I said, Jumanji. <laughs> when I saw that green haze over the cloud over the sky, whoosh. I'm like, okay, gone. It's like, thank you. Ah, oh, crap, we're back in the game again. Oh, Shit. Damn it. <laughs> Uh, anyway, dude, uh, welcome back, everybody. My name is Remy, and with me is my boy, Chris. Hey, Remy, how's it going? Good, man. All right, bro, so I used to work at Disney, and I used to work at attractions for a little bit. Then I started work. I worked in food, food and beverages in the beginning. Oh, I worked there, too. And I transferred over to attractions. So this attraction I worked at mm-hmm. is called uh, Peter Pan Flight. So I'm going to give you some history about it, and I'm going to jump into some uh, trivia questions about Peter Pan, if you know some... You know I worked there too, right? I know you did, sir. Wait, you, you worked at Peter Pan? No, I worked at Disney. I worked at oh. the Polynesian Resort. Oh, you I worked, worked at, at Ohana's. Ohana's, man. I need to go back there. I want that. I want that roasted pig. That that, full, was, that was so damn good. I want it. I want that. I love that crispy skin. I That's put, the I reason it, why, man. <laughs> I put it with some like um. The Hawaiian buns that they, we had. Oh, oh my god, that was for so for delicious. a little snack. Or, yeah, a little, a little snacking on the side while I was while I was working though. Yeah, you, I love you're it. like, don't touch that bacon. That's not even bacon. Yeah, that's right. Don't touch it though. Like, for me, it was like, that's crispy <laughs> skin. That's like pork rinds on the fire. Was yes, scary. it is. That's lit. <laughs> All right, so I worked at Peter Pan, and later on <laughs> later on tonight, I'm gonna be on my friend's podcast called the Diz His Podcast, and uh, they they do stuff about Disney, and they. They told me, hey, we want you to come back on the show and talk about your experience working for Peter Pan. I'm like, what do you guys want to know? I mean, I'm just going to give you the history about the the ride itself. Like, oh, okay, cool. So this attraction was the very first Disney attraction, both for Disneyland and Disney World. Do you want to tell you guys what year this, uh, this attraction opened up? Well... If my memory serves me right, Disney opened the seventies. I know that. It opened the seventies, but what when what year did uh Peter Pan's Peter Pan's flight open up to the public? 
Are you talking about the one here or the one in California? The one in California. Mm, probably around the time when Disneyland opened up. Though. 1955. Oh shit, that's quite a while now. Yeah, so it opened up, it opened up in the mid 50s. The one over here opened up in the mid uh, the mid 70s. So 75, 78. That's when it first opened up here in Disney World. Uh, this ride, this ride operates on a Omni Mover. So an Omni Mover is uh, when people are allowed to load, load and unload guests off the attraction. Mm-hmm. So, for example, Peter Pan is one of them. The Haunted Mansion is one of them. Yes. Rip Ride Rocket is actually one of them because you're on that ramp. You're on that moving, that moving yes. platform. That's yes. also an, an Omni Mover. Uh, you also have. Uh, Did you mention the Haunted House? The, yeah, the Haunted Mansion. Yes. Haunted Mansion. Yes. And also the people mover. That's also yes. considered as an omni mover. Yes. So what it says here, this system will uh, will allow ride vehicles to, to be continually moving, so they are still moving using moving ramps to load and unload the guests. Which that man, that's that's how it, how it explains it. Uh, the ride makes. There's another one too, by the way. Which one? The in Epcot. The ball. The ball. Yes. The uh the spa- the spaceship Earth. Spaceship Earth. Yes. Yes, sir. Uh, the ride makes you feel, make you use force perspective, so it makes you feel like you're higher than you than you usually are. Do you want to take a guess how high off the ground you are on that ride? On Peter Pan. On Peter Pan. Can't be any more than maybe seven or nine feet off the ground. Fifteen feet. You're fifteen feet up the up up in the air. That's there's no way because if I, mm-hmm. I I'm not calling you out on that. I'm just saying there's no way because every time I look down below. And I see the black lighting hitting the whatever's down there. It it that's fifteen feet. I got I got I got something for that too. So if that's fifteen feet, then that is a shallow fifteen feet. Is yep. I I can land probably standing on my two legs. I might break uh, an ankle, but I'll land. You'll still land. Yeah, I'll it's, land. it's fifteen feet, dude. It's not that. It's not even that high up. You're fine. <laughs> I know, but it's like it doesn't look that high. I know. Like you're not that high. That's why. That's boat. how. That's how Disney fucks with your mind, man. I mean, it goes, it goes both ways. So Disney goes, oh, wait a minute. Am I up? Am I high that up in the ground? No, I'm not. <clears throat> you're not high. You're not that high up. So right. it's it's so weird how they can manipulate your mind on on an attraction. No, I guess it's an optical illusion. It is. Uh, the ride the ride queue has been fully enhanced for the guests. So they just transformed that entire queue line, which. Yeah. Now it's all interactive, which is yeah. so cool. Uh, the blocks in the nur- the blocks in the nursery spells Disney. Did you know that? Okay, you're good yeah, on that I one. I knew that. Yes. Peter Pan wasn't originally in the ride. I want to guess who was originally supposed to be in that ride? Who? Snow White. Really? Mm-hmm. I. Wow. Okay. Yep. That's what. That's that was supposed to be the very first Snow White attraction. Oh damn. And then turn into Peter Pan throughout the years. Nice. Uh, you, you can expect you can expect it to have some of the longest wait times consistently, and it's all because of the queue line. Mm-hmm. The attraction itself rarely has a low wait time, and the fast passes go very quickly. Well, back then, then, yeah, back now, then, yeah. Now it's like first come, first serve, pretty much. The cars in the scene where you fly over London, you know that one scene where it's like pitch black dark yeah. and. Check this out. The cars, the cars are moving on a bicycle chain. That is pretty cool. I have to admit it because it looks so nice the way how they did that. So what they do is, uh, 
I actually had a chance to check it out on how they actually did it. So they made these little miniature wood figurines mm. of cars, mm. and just they just painted like black and white paint, and just stick it on the bicycle chain. And so that was pretty much with the, with the black lighting, it makes it look like even forensically. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's so cool. Uh, this this attraction this attraction opened opened on July seventeenth, nineteen fifty five. July seventeenth, nineteen fifty five. The ride vehicle suspends beneath the track. This attraction is in every single Disney park. Uh, there are there are a few hidden Mickeys on this attraction, and I'm not gonna tell you where they are. There's I, a, I, I wouldn't know. Where I know. So try this out. So in the beginning, on I'm gonna tell you. I'm actually gonna tell. Nice, I'm gonna tell you. You can be nice and tell me because I am gonna I, tell you. When I go today, <laughs> I'll be pretty much looking for it. I'll be like, okay. There's one, there's it's the other, true. and then Jen's gonna be like, what are you counting? There's hidden Mickeys in here. I'm sure she knows She that. knows. <laughs> I honestly didn't know, but... So, so check this out, man. So, uh, as soon as you walk onto the platform, as you're entering the, uh, on the, uh, the, the ship. The ship. If you look towards the left, where there's a painting, like, of a, a good mural of Skull, uh, Skull Island, Look to the right. There's actually a hidden Mickey right there, like on the below of the uh, Skull Island. Okay. When you go towards the Mermaid Room, if you see Ariel, which is the uh, the mermaid from the Little Mermaid, she there's a hidden Mickey in the flowers, right right in the little flower bed. Okay. And finally, the last one is going to be right near where Hook is still standing on the crocodile. On TikTok. Yep. Nice. Right there. Yes, sir. Okay. So it's three. There's three. Okay. This is one. This is one of the shortest attractions at Disney World. You want to try to take a guess how long the ride is? It's gotta be at least two minutes. Two and a half minutes. Yeah, I knew it. Two and a half minutes. All that wait time, folks, for eighty-five minutes. No. Or two minutes. No, not eighty-five minutes. Go, yes. Go go, yes. go 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 up more. It's more like 150 minutes. Well, no, but <laughs> in the times that I've gone there, it's 70, mm -hmm. 80. Mind you, people are waiting in line for a two-minute ride. Yep. A two-minute ride. A two-minute ride. A two-minute ride that I always told myself. Yeah. If you can upgrade it, please do. There's <laughs> time and need for an upgrade. And finally, at Shanghai Disney's uh, Peter Pan's Flight version is different than the rest. If you go on their, on their uh, YouTube site and just type in Shanghai Disney, Peter Pan's Flight, you're going to be so amazed on how they do all that on I'm their sure attraction. They way nicer. They me. do. Uh -huh. yeah. More enhanced. Um, yeah. So I'm, like, I'm sure they make it look nicer because here is nothing but black lights and carp cut up. Yep. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, we're lazy. We're just going to go ahead and do this. Fuck you. <laughs> all right, buddy. Here we go. It's now time for some Peter Pan trivia. Are you ready, sir? Sure. In 1953, the film, the animated film, Peter Pan, during the opening credits, Walt Disney production declare that they are grateful to which London hospital for sick children? Oh, I didn't know that. That's good to know. Would you like to know, sir? Would you like to take a guess? The answer is Great Ormond Street. That's where, uh, that is where Disney uh, London Hospital for Sick Children. It's called Great Ormond Hospital okay. for Sick Children. 
According to the narrator, who believed that Peter Pan was the spirit of youth? Who? Mrs. Darling. The mom. Okay. Who was the boy that never grew up? Peter Pan. Why does why does Peter Pan banish Tinkerbell? Why? She tried to have Wendy killed. Really? This is in the movie. This is in the Peter Pan movie. Bro, it's been years since <laughs> Peter Pan. I'm sorry. I know. Who provide Who provided the voice for Captain Ho Captain Hook and Mr. Darling? No clue. Hans Conried. Never heard of him. He's an old school actor, and he's yeah, he's good. That's why. What's fan what is the family's dog name in the movie? Nana. Nana, yes sir. Wendy and her brothers get to Neverland by flying what three things? Faith, trust, and pixie dust. Nice, okay. <laughs> Which area of central London was the narr narrator refer referring to? Probably where um, old Big Ben is, where the clock is. Bloomsbury. What was what was the name what was the name of Peter Pan's man? That one I'm not sure. The Lost Boys. Really? Yes, sir. Nice. Why did why did Peter visit Wendy's window in the first place? No clue. To listen to her stories. Because her stories were all about him. Oh, okay. That was it for Peter Pan and then some Peter Pan history uh, for the Peter Pan attraction here. At Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida. Guys, when we come back, we got your Florida news, we got your theme park news, letting you guys know what you guys can check out here in the beautiful state of Florida. You're listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. Welcome back, guys, to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. I gotta say, Chris did a he did a fantastic job on the Peter Pan trivia. Might need to go back and re rewatch the movie with your wife, man. I think I should. I, I think you should. you need to, bro. I mean, it's like I'll be honest with you. The <laughs> last time I saw Peter Pan, I was maybe ten. Okay. So I, yeah, I really need to get back with it. Though. Well, I'll tell you what. The next time, the next time we uh, record with each other, how about you give me some trivia questions and see how well I can answer your your questions, man. Oh, it'll it, be about Star Wars. I'll let's do. Let's do it, man. Hell yeah! All right, let's do it. Uh, welcome back, everybody. My name is Remy, and with me is my boy Chris. Hey, Remy, how's it going? Doing good, man. So, guys, it's now time to do. We're, we got your theme park news. Letting you guys know what is what you guys can expect throughout the. The theme parks here in Florida, and uh, there are a couple of events that you guys may want to check out uh, that's going to be happening at other theme parks, and also a certain garden that's right across the street from uh, my parents' place uh, over at Lou Gardens area, which you guys need to check out. It's a phenomenal event, and uh, that's pretty much it. Let's jump right into it, man. So, 
What's the one thing you get at the Polynesian Resort besides going to Ohana and have that delicious roasted pig, or you gotta, you gotta call it the pork grinds? Oh no, it's the it's the fire pork grinds. The, the, there you the go. Roasted, roasted skin pork grinds. They're so yes. fucking delicious. Oh my god. So what's the other thing that you can buy at a uh, at Poly- at the Polynesian Resort? What's there an other dish you can buy there? Well, Kona Cafe provides, like, they have breakfast, they have lunch and dinner, so they will have some of their traditional cuisine from the island besides continental America. Mm-hmm. They have some stuff from Hawaii, so obviously the big thing from Hawaii would be Spam. Spam. Yes. Okay, spam. They'll, they'll make Spam with everything. Spam. Oh, but I'm, ta- I'm talking about a certain pineapple dish, like a certain... Frozen pineapple dish that everybody gets at Disney. Yeah, that's the Dole. Um, the Dole, Dole Whip. Whip. Yeah. So, so check this out, man. So right now, since you can actually buy these now at the Magic Kingdom, you can get a pineapple cupcake, a pineapple frosted cookie, and a and pineapple fudge. Those are those are the new dishes, the new dessert dishes you can get at the Magic Kingdom as of today. Yeah, Matt, Jen brought it to my attention. Said, "Oh, they're serving these now at the park." So, and you're, and you're like, "Ooh, honey, I may want it." I think I may want to try the fudge because I big, know that I'm sounds big, so good. I'm a big chocolate person, so for me to try fudge like that with pineapple, it's gonna be pretty good, though. So next time you and I do a podcast out at Disney Springs, I mean, eventually we will go out there and record. Uh, When's the, when's the last time you went to Earl's Sandwich? Oh, it's been a while, but I was there last night at Disney Springs. What'd you get? We were at Terralinas. We went to Terralinas, but you didn't go to Earl's Sandwich, did you? No, I did not. Oh, Earl's Sandwich is my favorite place to go, man. Especially, especially that Thanksgiving that Thanksgiving sandwich, the holiday sandwich. Ooh, buddy, it is good. So guess. good. Let me guess. Uh, turkey yes. with stuffing. Yes. Cranberry sauce. Yes. Oh my god. And mashed potatoes. And mashed potatoes. With the gravy. White gravy or brown gravy? Brown gravy. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, so, the next time you guys uh, check out uh, Earl Sandwich at Disney Springs, uh, they are going to be introducing to the public a beefy mac and cheesy sandwich. God, what is that? It looks delicious. Is it roast beef? I would think it's roast beef. Mm-hmm. And it's on a and it's on a hoagie bun. So mac and cheese and roast beef on a sandwich. Yep. That's like a stoner's delight. That that's sounds like, good, right? Yeah, that's like something <laughs> a stoner would be like, oh my god. I want I, it. Can I give it to some, me? Can I get one of those with, no, with you extra cannot. sauce on the side? <laughs> uh Disney has Disney has confirmed that Tron Life Cycle Run will not be opening in time for Disney's 50th anniversary. Oh, so sad. So it was because of COVID, it got pushed back. It got That's pushed funny. back, yeah. But now, dude, uh, I mean, they're they're saying that it's gonna reopen like not until after March to to open up this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, the progress from what I've seen, they've gone pretty far. Oh yeah, and it, and it's still and it's still doing test runs on the uh, people mover, so you can actually see Tron Light Cycle as you're That's going awesome. as you're going through. That's awesome. Mandalorian characters, I'm sorry, Mandalorian characters might be coming to Disney's Star Wars Galaxy Edge. Yeah, I read about that. I was super stoked on it. They're going to have a Mando. Din Jardin. And, and uh, Boba Fett. And also Grogu. Yeah. 
Grogu would have to be something along the lines like say what a BB-8 is. It has to be animatronically remote control. And he'll start saying Coo! 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 <laughs> Silver ball! Coo! <laughs> I mean the way he, the way he sounds to you know Mando. I, I like that. Like, so I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a uh, sounds like a dying duck like on a you know on duck hunt. Yeah. That in the Nintendo game. Robo golf carts have arrived at Walt Disney World golf courses. The hell is that? Dude, this Robo golf cart can carry your own bags for you. No shit. With nobody driving. No shit. No steering wheel. The the front of the golf the golf cart is a picture of is a picture of Mickey Mouse's head. And it's there's nobody in the seats, nothing. It's just you put your golf clubs, golf clubs on so the back. Okay, so here's a question. How will they know when to stop at certain holes when people want to play? They they know where exactly where to stop. They have little mini they have little mini sensors on at every single hole. So they know where to stop promptly. Oh wow! So okay, now here's another one. So so, so they so like after, they, they upgrade done, they upgrade done, that shit. So after you're done playing your hole, well, I know when to leave. Mm-hmm. Okay. So whenever you whenever you you are ready to return the golf cart, the golf cart has a has a very own parking spot, and it's drive right up to it, and that's it. And it's pretty cool, man. I saw a video of it on YouTube. And I'm like. So why cannot why can't they bring that to all golf carts to all golf courses? I, I mean it'll be a real it'll be a wonderful reliable transportation. True. I but, mean, but the thought about it is like okay, and it's gonna sound bad. So go 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 ahead. The the fact how they can invest money on such technology like that, but yet you cannot keep employees employed at this yeah that's what that's what throws me off like you're gonna blow money on such technology like that that you that is not necessary at the moment because what's necessary is what's the people that keeps running your park right constantly so when you guys bought your annual passes to Disney did you guys receive your free uh, magic bands yeah well I got some bad news sir Disney just now raised her your prices to their free magic bands to five bucks. I don't need them. I got my own magic bands. There you go. But, I, but I'm saying that if people want to get like another magic band, oh, they have to pay five bucks for it. That's on top of what they're they're taxing us on whatever the fucking fucking uh, annual pass is. I mean, come on. I mean, mine is not cheap. Right. The one that I have, from from my understanding, is somewhere close to a thousand dollars. Dude, that's that's a lot of money, man. It's God like, damn! Oh, but with the but with the Florida resident discounts and the DVC discounts, it brings it down to like I still want to say eight hundred some odd dollars. Okay. But, but still, it's eight hundred some odd dollars that I always thank my my in-laws because they're the ones that got it for me since day one when I met Jen so I mean they got it for me as a birthday present and they kept renewing it year round as it is so so have you have you ever wondered how much uh, how much it costs to do a uh, a Disney wedding I can tell you how much ours was alright I'm gonna break it I'm gonna break down the prices for you so I looked this up I looked this up I looked this up online 
uh, last night, and a Disney wedding would cost you roughly between five grand to fifteen grand. Uh, your cheapest. That's, yeah, that's like your r- cheapest. roughly. Yeah. So I broke it down on where you guys can get married. So if you want to get married, if our audience would like to get married at Disney's Tower of Terror, how much do you think it will cost? It's gotta be over a hundred thousand dollars. Forty-five. Forty-five hundred. Forty-five hundred. Yeah, four thousand five hundred dollars. Nah. Yeah. There's no way. All right. How about the Tree of Life at Animal Kingdom? It's gotta be at least ten or twenty G's for that. Five grand. Cost you five grand for that. Magic Kingdom After Hours, where you get you get four, the theme park the, to yourself. The theme park to yourself, and you are getting married at at Cinderella's Castle. Now these prices are legit because they are they are on the Disney's website. No, no, I, I get that. I'm not doubting you. It's just that when we went to get our stuff, our stuff done for the wedding, we got married at the chapel next to the Grand Floridian. Right. Our reception was at the Grand Floridian. Then we had the fireworks display, which they took us in buses to Epcot. So we saw like the last show that they had at Epcot's Lagoon, like the original show they had there for years. Oh, yeah. So, we, so that, was, that was for our wedding. We had it last. Because two days after that, they changed it up to the new one. Yeah, which... And that was back in... 20, that was a drag. That was back in 2018. But honest to God, like... Our wedding... With everything. And, my, and I, when I'm saying everything... My father-in-law decided to get open bar. He decided to get all kinds of other shit. It was somewhere around like $58,000. Damn! So, if you want to get married at Magic Kingdom after hours, which is completely dark, and you're saying uh, your, your picture is going to be behind Cinderella Castle, actually, I'm sorry, in front of Cinderella Castle, right. that will cost you roughly $30,000. And yes, you can, you can also get married at, at the Magic Kingdom train station, too. Who wants to get married at the train station? I don't know, but if you want to get married there, it will cost you fifteen grand. $15,000 to get married at the train station. Yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm good too. Uh, Magic, speaking about, the, speaking about the train station, Magic Kingdom train station scrim is now complete. So they're still, you know, refurbishing the train, the train uh, station there. Disney, Disney Springs Gideon's Bake Shop closes, closes after a successful soft opening. They will be reopening. Oh, yeah. They'll be reopening very soon so yeah yeah Jen we walked by it last night and she says oh yeah they had a soft opening and they just recently closed it I'm like okay then what the fuck was the purpose of that just to test a soft run I mean pretty much test it out see it see how it works yeah. so the new you know you know what happened did you know what happened to the uh, Cirque du Soleil tent honest to god no I never knew so they had to shut down, you know, during the pandemic, they just terminated everybody from the Cirque du Soleil show. Yeah, yeah. But now, they are doing a brand new show over at the Cirque du Soleil tent, and it's called Drawn to Life. And this will be debuting this year. So Drawn to Life is going to be a Cirque du Soleil show, Cirque du Soleil show and has to, to be involved with Walt Disney and all of his animation. And that's what the show the show's gonna be based on. And I can't and I can't. So wait. that's the new concept. Yes, have. that's a new concept, and it's opening up this year. 
prices, uh, ticket prices will go on sale very soon. Uh, for more information, head on over to DisneySprings.com slash Cirque du Soleil drawn to life. Islands of Adventure leads 20, 20th theme park insider or awards. Say so Islands of Adventure won an award. So I, I have a I have a list right here of the uh, of the awards. Would you like to check would you like to guess on these awards, sir? Sure. Here we go. Best for best new attraction, the winner is wanna take a guess? No, it's not even opened up yet. So you said new attraction. That is a new attraction. It is, but they are this attraction actually won an award already for it. Hagrid's. Hagrid's will be another category. So for best new attraction, the winner is Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. They won an award for that. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> uh, it doesn't though. Who won best ho- best theme park hotel? Like which company, whether Universal or Disney, or it's it's on Disney property. So I want to say Saratoga Springs. It is Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. Oh, okay. Best theme park restaurant, and you used to work at this restaurant. Yeah, Mythos. Mythos, yep. Best theme park roller coaster. And you just mentioned it, sir. Hagrid's? Hagrid's, yep. Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure. Best theme park attraction. Who? Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Oh, I just wrote that recently. <laughs> and finally, what is the best and finally what is the best theme park? Disney. Universal's Islands, Islands of Adventure. <coughs> Overall for Overall. Disney. Overall, is, is the this best. an exaggerative award? Or is this like a real award? A real award that they gave to Islands of Adventure. They gave it to Islands of Adventure. Wow, honestly, that kind of surprised me because with all four theme parks with new shit at Disney, uh-huh. this is one thing that's new at, at Islands is the Raptor. Yep. I mean, damn. That's kind of re- that's the kind of reason why they gave them that award. Gotcha. Universal Universal's Orlando Vault. Volcano Bay to reopen on March 1st. So they're reopening back that water park back up on March 1st. Yeah. Disney World is offering for residents a four-day ticket offered for 50 bucks a day. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. If that's, our, that's, that's $200 right there. I know, right? It's 200 bucks. That's so 50 for Magic, 50 for Hollywood. That's 100. 50 for Epcot, Cut. 50 for, for Animal Kingdom. There you go. There's 200 bucks. Yeah. If our if our audience would like to try out a brand new flavor at Disney's Polynesian Resort, you'll need to try out their Raspberry Rose Dole Whip Float. Raspberry? Yeah. Ooh. Raspberry. I, I love raspberry. Raspberry, but I don't know raspberry what, Rose. I just don't know what pineapple. Though. I'm. Mm. Yeah, not so much. Nah. Disney's president has shared details on how theme parks. Their theme parks will prepare for their 50th anniversary here in Orlando, Florida. So they're 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 making a concept right now on saying we're gonna cut back on the hours on the 50th anniversary because they're trying to figure out how we can bring in more guests instead of going over the maximum capacity limit. So they're still rambling on that. They're trying to figure out what rides are gonna be opening up, what rides are not gonna be opening up. So right now, all we can say is that Disney needs to come up some way to manage 
their thing, their rides and their theme parks for the upcoming 50th anniversary. Because so, I want to check it out. I mean, I'm sure you want to check it out, but we all know it's going to be packed. It's going to be slamming and it's going to be packed as it's hell. Gonna, it's it's going to be to the point where do I want to be here or just do I let it wait until it dies out a little bit? Exactly. Changes changes are underway for the Muppets at Disney's Hollywood Studios. What changes? They're changing pretty much that that entire area, uh, including the show Muppets Muppets 3D. Why? I love that. They're, they're, they're revamping it. So I don't know how how they're gonna revamp it, but we'll see what happens, man. That I'm not happy about. I know, but we'll see we'll see what happens on that. So that was it for your theme park news it's now time to get into your Florida news dinosaurs returned for an invasion at Lou Gardens starting on January 18th this event will run from January 18th through April 18th tickets will run for from $10 for adults and $5 for children ages 4 to 17 this event is open from 9 to 5 for more information, call 407-246-2620 or visit lugardens.org for more information. Uh, dude, it's, I gotta tell you one thing, man. Uh, I am so pissed off at some of these local business not complying the the COVID-19 rules. You know, they're six feet apart. They're, they're breaking so many guidelines. And yet you wonder if everything's going to go back to normality because people are not following the six feet guidelines, they're not following the masks. Um, hand sanitizing, hand is sanitizing. A, 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 wash your hands. I mean, yeah, wash your hands constantly, man. I mean, how hard is it to say, oh, I'm going to go out, let me grab my mask. Uh, okay, do I have hand sanitizer? Yes, let me squirt some, put some on real quick, and then I'm out, you know. But come on, it's called common sense, use it. Don't fuck it up. Yeah, but some people don't know that common sense shit. That's true. Us, people that have that carnal knowledge all the time to know to wash your hands, to keep six feet apart. I get it. It's a new protocol that it's going to be there for quite a while. It will be. Because of the fact that just because the vaccine is out, guys, it doesn't guarantee that we will go back to a normality that we had back in 2019, mm-hmm. 18, and before that. Everything's going to change. So Orange County Orange County Strike Team has found 70 businesses not complying to COVID-19 guidelines. That, 70 businesses! That doesn't surprise me. It really, it really doesn't. Honestly, God, it really doesn't. Are you excited about a, a certain convention coming back to the convention center? Who's coming back? Megacon. Really? Megacon's coming back. Megacon Orlando has just announced their new dates. Megacon will now take place from August 12th through the 15th. 2021 at the Orange County Convention Center. Okay, so here's a question with everything that's going on. Yes, sir. If you want to go to a booth and meet a celebrity, whether it's a movie celebrity, whether it's a TV show personality, Mm -hmm. how the fuck is that going to work out? Pepsi glass. They're going to have like six feet apart and a Pepsi glass. So no pictures taken with them. No, there will be pictures. You'll take pictures with the celebrity. Hmm. But it will be six feet apart. Six feet apart, take a picture of the celebrity, and then you can shake their hands or knuckle them, whatever. Yeah. Where, where it works with them. Mm-hmm. And of course, autographs will be, you know, way up there, but who's, who's going to pay for autograph? I'd rather just take pay a picture, say hey, and then leave. And that's it. It just depends on who the celebrity is. If it's Christopher, right. Christopher Lloyd or Michael J. Fox, those are I'm worth, down. Those are worth it for a Yes, sir. 
Markel Fultz, so we were just talking about this, and you saw the injury of Markel Fultz from the Orlando Magic. Yeah, that gave me goosebumps. Yeah, I was like, oh dear God. So, Markel Fultz from the Orlando Magic will be placed on the bench for the entire for the rest of the season because of a torn ACL with the game he played against the Cleveland Cavaliers. The final score for that game was, though of course, the Orlando Magic won. Uh, Magic won. It was... 105 and the Cavs 94. The Magic right now are in a decent stance in the preseason so far. They have six wins and two losses. It's not preseason. It's regular season. Oh, it's preseason. They're still in preseason mode. They are. Mm-hmm. It's still preseason. I'm pretty sure it is regular season. Okay. So anyway, the Magic right now are six and two in the regular season. Thank you, my co-host. Thank you so much for catching catching me on that. No, no. I'm not trying to call you. <laughs> Preseason happened already. We're in regular season. That's right. Uh, and also, if you're six final, and what? Six and two. That's pretty good. I know, you. right? Shit. <laughs> Holy is, shit, Magic! Kick some ass. Because the last time I remember when they were at least five and zero oh, or six and zero oh, was God. I can't buy ten years, mm-hmm. nine years ago. Because everything after that, they were like either 500 ball club or below 500. I'm like... And I think think they're going to tank after a few other games. I mean, there's a couple games coming up that they're they're going to tank. That's what I'm saying. I see numbers like that. I don't get too happy because they're going to fuck it up somewhere. Yep. Uh, And for your last... And for your last uh, four news... Guys, if you guys are out and about, please follow all the COVID-19 safety guidelines... Uh, I don't know how many times I have to say it over and over and over, but wash your hands, use hand sanitizing. And folks, remember, and let me tell you one thing, like what Remy says, I'm going to say it too. If you're sick, stay home. Besides that, if you're, <laughs> if you're out and about in the theme parks, please respect the six-foot rule. Yes. And if you have children, control them. I understand that they're excited. I get it. We're going to Disney! I understand that they want to be able to be happy and express their feelings and being happy about it. That's great. But don't let them run around and bump into other people when they're standing in line for the six feet apart difference. Yes. If you have children, please control them. Other than that... Do what Remy and myself are be saying to you. Wash your hands, sanitize them, put your fucking mask on. Write how it's supposed to be, not below your nose. Thank you. Or you will have to hear somebody from Disney saying, pull your mask back up. Because that is so annoying. Yes, it is. It's like, guys, protocols, follow it. You want to go back to a normality? Do the right thing. That's absolutely right. So, back to what I was saying. Uh, if you guys are out near the iDrive area or near... Uh, OBT area, which is over by the Four Mall, <coughs> go check out Gatorland. Gatorland is bringing back an amazing deal, ticket deal for all of four residents, and it's going to cost ten bucks. So they're doing a great job over there. I'm happy. I may go out there later on today to check it out and do a little mini podcast out there, see the Gators and whatnot, see what happens. You know, Just don't get chewed up by one. I'm not gonna get chewed up by one man. <laughs> but anyway, guys, uh, we have some a uh, couple guests coming up. Uh, in the near future, uh, we're gonna push back our guests, uh, and we we'll hear we will definitely hear from Pom Poms on uh, the 24th, which is gonna be a Sunday podcast episode. Uh, so if, if you guys are free, come on out, and uh, we'd we'll like to see a couple listeners if you guys are 
are on the ballot in the Orlando area. Uh, but guys, with that being said, thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you for all, all the support. Make sure you guys like and share this podcast, this episode. Share with your family and friends. With that being said, guys, my name is Remy, and always with me is my boy, Chris. Thank you, guys, and be safe out there. Remember, six feet apart. You guys have been listening to Remy's Roundtable right here on Spotify. See you soon.